Hey everybody, welcome to the Green Architects Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Briley. I'm your host, Phil Kaplan. Hi, Chris. Hi, Phil. How you doing? I'm doing great today. Excellent. What are we talking about? Uh, I'm glad you asked that. Yeah, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Today's topic is deep energy retrofits. Excellent. Yeah. We, I, I, we, I happen to know because we get listener mail. We do get listener mail. And uh, one day we'll, we'll read the funny ones or the ones that are... To point out how wrong we are at times and that sort of thing. But <laughs> and at the very least, your responses are funny. Right? Yeah, exactly. Well, I try to be, but no, actually, I really don't. I don't try hard because I'm. This is the middle of the work day. I'm just like, yeah, I'll, I'll answer this person, whatever. Our uh, so far, uh, the the farthest we've got uh, is from Costa Rica, so we are that's, international. That's very cool. Deep, and, what does a deep energy retrofit look like in Costa Rica? Uh, well, I don't know because the the gal who asked me that was. Um, uh, it was great. She gets to hear. We're giving her a shout out. I wish I don't. I don't have her name. Oh darn. A- anyways, you know, she was talking about uh, warm climates. You know, which I said, hey, we're not really experts at that. But she thought our our lack of knowledge of horchata was funny. <laughs> right. So great. Uh, so you want to tell us uh, this lovely drink that you've made for us? Oh today, yeah. Chris? Let's get right to it. Okay. This is the sidecar. Now, a sidecar is sort of like that's an old timey kind of thing. I've been a sidecar. No one knows the origins of this. Or. I, I shouldn't say it. Someone knows the origins, but I don't. But apparently some bar somewhere ordered it for this guy who always brought his date in the sidecar of his motorcycle. You know, it's a ah. different gal all the time, and he always ordered this. That's the legend, but I don't know. This is not your... Rediscover this drink, everybody, because it's great. I concur. This is my first... I, I feel like I must have had this before, but... Yeah, I've... I'm going to remember it. I've, I've had a sidecar renaissance in the last few months. I think it's because spring is coming. And this is, you know, I'm getting out the lemons. So here we go. Sidecar. My sidecar, Phil, is two ounces of cognac. Mm-hmm. Uh, hang on. Let me get my little recipe. <laughs> I failed. Uh, half an ounce. <laughs> fail. Briley failed. <laughs> okay. It's two ounces of cognac. Actually, you, I just pour the stuff in the shaker at, at the proportions I think it you looks did, right. You did perfectly. All right. But officially, it's two ounces of cognac, half an ounce of Cointreau, and about one ounce of lemon juice. A fresh lemon juice, guys. Don't just, like... You know, you know, get a real lemon, cut it up because that's not one of those plastic things where you yeah. unscrew the top. Yeah, right. It's like yeah. two years old. Yeah. Someone used it for fish once. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but this, yeah. So uh, and then you stick it in a shaker with lots of ice and shake that sucker. Shake it. Shake Make it, it really cold and then pour it in. It's nice and foggy like a martini, but kind of, you know. There you go. Exactly. So here's you. Yeah. Mm. Cognac. But you didn't cognac. say cognac. I noticed. That yeah, cognac. Good and, cognac. And Cointreau. Yeah. The, Ethnically, I don't think they go together. But um, and coin trowel. But Mr. Boston says use brandy and triple sec. Yes. So uh, yeah, Mr. Boston's official bartenders and party guide. If you don't have it, it's <laughs> and party guide. Phil's loaning that to me right now because he's right. It's, I'm I'm a little disappointed that you didn't actually own this. No, own a copy. I'm sorry. It should go. Uh, you remember, right where, Chris, remember where your sweets catalog used to sit? Yeah, I'm going to put it in there. <laughs> I get 12 uh, ver- uh, volumes of that and just put it over. Okay. So, Does um, anyone still use their sweets? No. I- I'm curious. If anyone out there still uses their sweets, email, email us. us, please. I'm very curious. I know yeah. they have a digital version now. but And you can email us books. at uh, galounge at yahoo.com. Like I promised in every episode, one day we will have a real website and 
and a, and a domain and all that jazz. But the reason we haven't jumped on it is because we found a nice home at Green Building Advisor, which is greenbuildingadvisor.com. So shout out to those people who, uh, you know, we're syndicated, Phil. Yes. It's, we're not sponsored, but we're syndicated. That counts so, for something, doesn't it? It does. It does. Yeah, I, I, those are good guys. Those are great guys. I, I'm honored to be with them. Likewise. As, right, exactly. So... Uh, so let's get to it. The deep energy retrofit, Phil. What what the heck is a deep energy retrofit? That's a, you know that's a great question. Uh, you know I wonder if this word, this term has gotten out. It has enough. I think it. Well, mm-hmm. we're we're plugged in, but we're plugged in. But I don't think the general public knows what a deep energy retrofit is. Okay. I think it's coming though. I think people are going to start hearing this more and more. You know, I say people have heard weatherization. Yeah. Hey, you're going to weatherize your home. It's yeah. A great sure. thing. This is beyond weatherization. This is taking it the next step. This is kicking it up two, three, four notches. Yeah. I, I would dare say it's being macho. <laughs> we're going to be macho with our renovate. We're not just renovating. We're not just adding something, something here. Or we're not just weatherizing. We're saying, screw this oil. Uh, you know, I, I'm, see, I'm seeing the future, and it is high-priced oil. I'm going to invest, and I'm going to invest in my house. I'm going to do it in a smart way. I'm going to go deep energy, buddy. Deep that tell your friends, I'm going, I'm going deep into this, is this a, thing. This is like the B.A. Baracus of That's exactly. Of Pull up the van. We're hopping in. Uh, she like, like, can we, can we uh, put it the A-team theme in? Yeah. All right. All right. Tell us about the deep energy retrofit, Bill. I know. I'm thinking of the opposite weatherization. All right. All right. So how do you define it? Well, people have not completely agreed about this. There's percentages, right? Percentage is about 50%, what tends to be sort of commonly talked about. When people say 70% energy oh, reduction. Right, energy reduction from what you're using now, then you're technically a, well, not even technically, because it's, it's loosely defined. You're loosely defined as a deep energy retrofit or something. Mm-hmm. But basically, our client's going to come, if, if, you know, we as architects, our clients come to us and say, I'm going to do it, guys. I'm going to, I'm not only renovating or doing a retrofit or doing whatever, I'm going deep into this thing. Then we sit down and talk about goals, right? Yeah. And, and one of the things they should realize is that this is, this is their energy, not just uh, thermally speaking, but electricity. You know, how I, they really have to change the patterns, their living patterns that they, they have to, think carefully about how they live right this is not just adding insulation if you really want to do it properly it's you've got to get all your it's loads a journey down. isn't it it's a spiritual journey no yeah. i'm going it's a I commitment say. it is a commitment yeah it is so so yeah so i, I don't know about ba Baracus taking a spiritual journey no he's not going to do that he's just going to load up and go but that's right he's going he's to turn the van into a armored <laughs> thing filled with ammo filled yeah. with ammo and you know they won't hurt they won't hurt a single soul <laughs> but they're going to shoot up a town. That's right. And everyone's going to get out safely. God, I, love I that. miss that show. <laughs> all right, so so the I'll client... See if I can answer all right, all right. A little role-playing. I'm, I'm the client, and I say, Phil, all right, I'm going to go deep. What do I do? Where? What's my strategy? What's the first thing I do? Uh, well, I mean, when we talk about deep energy retrofits, we're still really talking about doing the same thing as we do in new construction. Yeah. You know, it's the big three. Oh, right. you're doing that again. The big three. Sure. Yeah, I can remember that. You're going to add insulation. Yeah. It's air sealing. Yeah. And doors and windows. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. But here's the difference. It's different 
every time with a remodel. Right, because you're dealing with what's existing. Yeah. So the, the, the response to that guy is, well, it depends. What do you got? And then you got to sit down and figure out your goals. Like how much are we going to really – how serious is this dude that you're talking to mm-hmm. who's your client? And he's, he's like, I'm, I'm going off the grid. And you're going to go, whoa, 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 buddy. Are you already on the grid? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, then you're, let's, you know, let's not go that far. Let's, let's work with what you got. Right. And, Tell me how much you want to spend. Right. You know, what are how your priorities you here? Yeah, exactly. And then there's the big questions. That, uh, you know, when does it make sense to do certain things? And when there's no turning back, you've got to do it now. Exactly. Some things you can phase and do piecemeal. And other things, you it can. just doesn't make sense. It's a bad investment. Like your, like your, like your foundation or your basement or, or something like that. Or your, I'm jumping all over the place. You're siding, you're, your envelope. You're mm-hmm. affecting your envelope and you're going to seal it back up. Man, here's your chance, mm-hmm. right? Well, let's skip a little bit ahead because I think that's where we're going when it comes okay. to costs and deciding what we're going to do. When do you do a deep energy retrofit? Well, a great time to do it is if you're going to replace your windows or your siding. Mm-hmm. You're going to get one chance every 20, every 40 years, you know, right. in this case. So you, once you do that, you're not going to replace your siding in a couple of years when you're like, oh, man, oh, I should have done that before energy prices went triple exactly. again. I should have known. I should have listened to that podcast. Those podcast <laughs> Those clowns. Geniuses. Yeah, I thought they were clowns. And, but now but, I know better. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's the time you really do it. There's no turning back. When, when one of those things happens, you have to replace your windows, your siding, as long as they're not so it's, brand new. it's soul-searching time. It's like I'm opening this up, and I'm affecting the R value, and, and, and now I'm investing, and how much do I invest, really? Yeah, yeah. But if, if we were already decided we're committing to a deep energy retrofit, you know, we're looking to get at least R40 in our walls, probably, right? R40 in the walls, R60 in the roof. Same thing we've been talking about, Chris. Right. Same thing with new buildings. Right. R40, R60... Under slab, you want to, it'd be nice to get our 20, right. our 10 if you can. Again, we're talking about real cold climates here. We're in Maine. Yeah, that's right. You can knock it down a little bit. You do your energy model. Don't be dumb. Don't just listen oh, to us. Exactly. On that, but and, and isn't that remember. really the first step even with, a, even with a, a, a deep energy retrofit? Maybe even especially with a deep energy retrofit. You got to deal with what you've got existing. I mean, in almost any case, we're going to be renovating. You're changing something for the better anyway, design-wise. You know, you might be increasing a you know living room or adding a something, something or whatever. But we're also going to examine how your house performs now and where it needs the most help, even though we know we're going to be modifying some things. But we also can then, given the shape that your house is going to have when we're done, we can actually add our values and, and calculate using an energy model what your consumption is going to be, and we can start playing the what if game of well, what if you're you had our 50 walls? How much mm-hmm. does that save? Well, what if you had our 60? Because you'll kind of hit a point of diminishing returns or a part a, a point where you feel like, okay, you know, I've spent enough on this area, and you know, or maybe you haven't, maybe you'll just go until. Until, until you walk in and start sweating with your own body heat or something like that, <laughs> and crack the window in the middle of winter. Right? But you know, you're absolutely right. These energy models can really open people's eyes. Yeah. When they when they see the blower door go in, and then they can feel air rushing through their house, and then they see it on paper. You mean, if this thing proposed R40, sounded like a lot to me. But if you're telling me I can save X number of dollars a year, mm-hmm. and I can feel the air rushing through these parts of my house. This is terrifying to me. Yeah. I, and it should be. 
Yeah. And it's, it, a, it's, and a, it's a really a, good, tangible way to understand what we're trying to do with a deep energy retrofit. And it's at that point that you can sit down with, with the energy modeler or, or with the model or if you, if you do this stuff yourself, you know, you can sit down with your clients and say, look, if we got your infiltration rate down to X and we got your R value of your walls and your you know, roof and your foundation down to X, then you'd be spending hypothetical and and gas prices stay at that or you know oil prices or whatever you know you're using for heat mm -hmm. they stay at this level you'll spend x and you'll save y and then boom it's like now now it's not just pie in the sky dreaming it's not you know greenwashing or you know these it's not it, we've taken all the feelings out of it it's now science I mean, it's that, science isn't it? that great it's I mean, not you have to believe me Right. Believe I'm trying me. to Trust sell me. my ideas. Right. There's no Trust selling. Me, it sells itself. Right. And we're doing the right thing. Exactly. So it, it feels good. I got to say, it feels good when you when you put it out like that. Always start with that energy model. All right. So you want you want to start talking nuts and bolts, like how how, how we want to open up somebody's house. Okay. Or, for, or part, number one, ahead? use neither nuts nor bolts in your. Dude, oh, my nuts and bolts house is. I've got that. You don't think that's going to market well? I got the spec house. It's, it's, it's you, all. It's made from nothing but nuts and bolts. That's brilliant. And washers. Oh well, that's it, and it's cool. But yeah, it, it looks you can great. disassemble it so uh, it can go back into the earth. There's disassemblement. Oh, it's wonderful yeah, things. You can the thermal it. bridging, Chris, of the. You don't think the nuts that and bolts house? Is, all right. Well, we'll talk about how long. Wait, how long are your bolts? Well, that's a rather personal question, isn't it? <laughs> I could have asked. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right. Sheila's blushing. No, actually, now she's glaring. That's not a blush. Jeez. You actually, you still pay attention to Sheila's glares. I'm, I'm sort of. Well, I don't notice them anymore. I'm, I'm sorry, your Sheila. I'm sorry, Sheila. She can be intimidating in times like other times. She's she's a ray of sunshine. She's always a ray of sunshine. Always a ray of sunshine. Pleasure. Keeps keeps this thing together because otherwise we'd never we'd never meet. That's right. Yeah. All right. So there's a couple types of construction that are difficult, more difficult than others. Some are easier than others. Okay. You want to do what? Well, you what I want to say is that it's incredibly important for us to understand our existing building stock and how to improve it. Gotcha. We know how to do the new new stuff now. We know how to to build. Super insulated, just right. We're done. We don't need we're, to talk about that well, anymore. Well, no. science knows it's not that. But right. Well, no, no. Signing off for it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. It's been a great podcast. <laughs> no, um, I'm sorry, Phil. So you were saying? I can't remember what. Uh, I was you're saying. building stock, yeah, so we got yeah, different yeah. different yeah. types. So right. We got... So the most important thing we got to do is figure out how to use all these existing structures that we've got. Right. That's the, the greenest thing to do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because rather than the act of architecture itself is not very green. That's it. Well, I, you know, even if it costs the same. Yeah. Even if it costs the same. How about that? That's kind of a risk to say. That you're is. Gonna, you're going to take this old house and leave the, the old crummy guts of it? Well. Maybe. You know, maybe. As long as you're, you get everything else really comfortable and working well, I, I think oh, you yeah. don't have to say so before we delve it's much cheaper to oh. go the other way. Because oh. I think there's a lot of value in, in dealing with what's there. Before we get too far into this, I want I want to dispel a myth that... Because I M Y M myth. Yeah, no, I want to dis dis dispel. Oh, not sorry. Spell. The myth that a renovation is cheaper. Oof, boy, you know how many times I've had clients do that. I mean, just renovation type clients come in, they think 
They're saving money. They're, yeah. I'm going to save money. I'm going to buy not. But I tell you, you know, you, you if you play the square foot cost game, which you and I don't like to do, but if you did that, boy, how do you blow your brains out for the? Wow, that's graphic. What did I say? Yeah. You blow you, you blow your mind is what I was going to say. You still got the B.A. Baracus attitude. I, that must be what it is. But remember, nobody the, gets hurt on the A-team. I know. They all fly, you know, helicopters crash into mountains. Yeah. But guys, you know, they, they're they, fine. They, they somehow bailed out. No, no, okay. blame, no brains blown. No. Phew. Thank goodness. All right. Anyway, um, but no, it's when you're doing a deep energy retrofit, let's be serious yeah. because we're, we're talking about incurring costs that are akin to new construction mm-hmm. i mean you are gonna you're gonna look at your house as your assets as what you have that you can save and use and use that to save money and and you know you're gonna look at it that way but the stuff you're adding to it you're gonna add about as much as you would for a new house in terms of you know because sometimes it's even more mm-hmm. because you got to rip stuff off first and you have to adjust your design with field conditions and things like that. And for like an architect, I got to go in and measure with precision what's, you know, already there, you know, and and anyway. Yeah, it's it's a puzzle. We got to think and thinking is hard. Oh, darn. (laughs) That's why we get paid the big bucks. So that's it for this part of the episode. Tune in next week for more from the Green Architects Lounge podcast. A quick reminder that our music is Zelda's theme by Perez Prado and that our views and drinking habits do not necessarily reflect those of the Green Building Advisor. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and keep up the good work.